The Gorshwin brothers wrote a song called It Ain't Necessarily So. This phrase applies to the messages we receive over the media, print, broadcast, and social. Sometimes the things we hear or see are false and do not represent reality. Some believe in the risen Jesus and his promise to save those who submit to him from an eternity in hell. These people are subjected to many media messages concerning this salvation. Many media messages say that immersion in water to accompany one's belief in Jesus is just an outmoded custom and has nothing to do with salvation. Therefore, it should not be done when one first believes in Jesus. It ain't necessarily so. A look at the oldest records we have of Jesus' teachings, the New Testament shows a different story. First of all, certain men have changed the meaning of the word immerse in the original Greek of the New Testament. Instead of using the English translation, immerse or dip, they invented a new English word, baptize, which they say means either immersion or sprinkling. Rather than going through the trouble of being immersed or dipped in water once at their confession of faith in Jesus, they ruled that sprinkling was all that was necessary. They felt they had the mind of God in this matter. Then certain men stipulated that infants might be sprinkled, thus doing away with any getting wet by adults who come to believe in Christ. Putting themselves in the place of Jesus, they claimed he had not fully explained that immersion really means something else. However, Jesus is quoted in the New Testament, the earliest record we have of his teachings, as saying in the English translation, Whoever believes and is immersed will be saved. Mark 16, verse 16. When he gave his final instructions to his disciples, he told them, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, immersing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. Matthew 28, 19, and 20. The original record lists several conversions where people began to believe in Jesus as their Lord. In all the cases, the New Testament describes them as being immersed. Never was there one case of an adult or an infant being sprinkled when they accepted Jesus as their Savior. The changes that certain men made concerning immersion were not warranted. Those who believe what these men said are obeying men rather than God. Some media messages state that the word baptize has been changed from its original meaning, immerse. However, they claim this immersion is not by water, but by the Holy Spirit, that God dips people into his spirit when they first believe in Jesus. The earliest records we have show that the Holy Spirit has fallen on people, and miraculous gifts of the Holy Spirit have been passed on to the people by apostles laying on of hands. But nowhere does the original record describe people being immersed or dipped in the Holy Spirit. In every case, the action of the Holy Spirit comes from above or on the same plane as the recipient. Nowhere is there a description of God taking a new believer by the scruff of the neck and immersing or dipping him downward into his spirit. 
It's also plain that water immersion was meant by Jesus as the the case of the Ethiopian eunuch shows. He was taken into a pool of water by Philip. He was immersed and came up out of the water. Acts chapter 8, verse 38 and 9. John the Baptist, or more correctly, John the Immerser, and his disciples dipped people in water as a prelude to Jesus' coming. Immersion in water was the medium he used. The word used for John's immersion and that of all the converts to believe in Jesus was the same word. If after the death of Jesus that word would have changed its meaning, or the medium of immersion changed from water to the Holy Spirit, surely the earliest records would have made that plain so that no one might be confused. As far as God being the one who immerses folk, one can see from the New Testament record that people were immersed by human beings. Jesus tells his followers to make disciples of all nations, immersing them. The disciples were to do the immersing. The Apostle Paul mentions that he immersed a few people, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 14 to 16. A passage from the New Testament, Peter's first letter, compares the saving of Noah and his family in the waters of the great flood to immersion in water when a person confesses his obedience to Jesus. He writes, Immersion now saves you, not as a removal of dirt from the body, but as an appeal to God for a good conscience through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. 1 Peter 3, verse 21. Noah and his family were saved through water. God told Noah to build an ark to avoid drowning when he flooded the entire land surface of the earth. Noah obeyed God's command. He and his family were saved from death. It wasn't the water buoying up the ark that saved them, but God's power when Noah obeyed his direction. In the same way, Peter describes people as being saved through water, that immersion. It wasn't the water that saved them, but God's power when they obeyed his direction by being immersed in water when they first believed. Yet many media messages say that immersion in water is not necessary, but is only an ancient custom that people at the time of Christ followed. It ain't necessarily so. From reading the original record, In the New Testament, it's plain to see that immersion in water was a command of God, not an optional ritual. It is the first command to be obeyed by those who put themselves under the Lordship of Jesus and the initial act of submission to Jesus. Many media messages produced by many church groups, including the major ones, are misleading people into believing the optional or ritualistic nature of immersion. Yet Jesus told his disciples to immerse those who wished to be saved. The record shows that they did immerse these people in water, and the initial documents compare Noah being saved with a person being saved by water. Certain men changed Jesus' teachings, eventually making immersion optional or merely a powerless ritual. They say that the God who created heaven and earth had made a mistake by not correctly explaining the meaning of immersion. Of course, anyone who is part of a church group that really doesn't believe in the risen Christ may believe anything at all. The promise of eternal life in heaven does not apply as only those people who obey Jesus' teachings will receive the reward, not those who obey the dogma of certain men. 
Those who truly put themselves under the lordship of Jesus must not follow the decrees made by certain men. They must obey Jesus' instructions laid down in the earliest records. Jesus, his apostles and disciples all made a mistake when they said a person must be immersed in water to be saved. It ain't necessarily so. This podcast was prepared and produced by Stephen Gehrig. Please mail any comments to my email address, bird-legs at hotmail.com. That is bird-legs at hotmail.com. Thank you.